Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. When there are an infinite amount of female struggles, you decide to do a podcast about them. I'm Emma Jo, Real Davis, and in each episode of this podcast, I take a subject by the horns and rip it to shreds. This is the podcast that isn't afraid to talk about any struggle you've had as a woman, from struggling with your body image. You do get some people commenting, saying, like, you look like a man and women shouldn't look like this. And actually, I love it when I've got a six-pack. To wondering whether marriage is the right thing for you. To say that I'm committing myself to you for the rest of my life until my last breath, that just seems like a really stupid thing to say. So even having a cervical smear test. I need to yeah. take my trousers and my knickers off. Yeah. Ooh. Let me know if it hurts. Oh, blimey. That wasn't the end of the world. And that's it. Oh my gosh, is that it? I'm in shock at how easy it was. This is The Female Struggle Is Real. Hello, this is Emma from The Female Struggle Is Real. Um, You might be wondering what I'm doing. I'm actually currently on a run because uh, this episode is all about fitness. It's not really like me to be that active normally, guys. Um, But I thought for this episode all about fitness, I would step up um, and take the challenge. I actually went on a run and I survived. Yay! Um, This is The Female Struggle Is Real. Thank you so, so much for listening. This week is all about fitness. As usual, you can send me a lovely little email. Let me know what you're up to. Did you run the London Marathon, for example? Thefemalestruggle at gmail.com. You can tweet me as well at Davis. Oh my, have I got a cracker of a podcast for you today. Uh, Not only have I got the absolute babe of a vlogger, Carly Rowena, on the podcast. Hi guys and welcome back to my channel. My name's Carly Rowena, if you haven't been here before. Now today I'm going to be taking you through my weekend workout wardrobe. So to begin, we're going to be doing a little stretch session here in my bedroom. This is something I do throughout the week, only at weekends I allow myself to take it a little bit slower and work a little bit deeper into those muscles. Actual Carly Rowena, yes, that is happening, guys. You'll also find out what... Lauren is doing this in a denim miniskirt. <laughs> my best friend Lauren is doing in a denim 
mini skirt. Anna, don't worry, guys, I was with her at the time. So I promise it is nothing weird. I'm also going to be speaking to the wonderful Amy Palermo Winters. Uh, You might not have heard of Amy, but she is absolutely huge in the States. Uh, She's actually going to be joining us from New York, which is pretty cool. Um, She is, I mean, an athlete, but in every sense of the word, she's incredible. And she has got such an inspiring story as well. I won't say too much at this stage, but if you are struggling for fitness motivation, maybe you have got a run coming up in the summer uh, or a triathlon or something and you're kind of just a bit like, oh, I just can't be bothered today, then Amy will absolutely give you that motivation to get out there and get training. You never know how strong you truly are until you're faced with it. And being faced with something, you have two choices. You give up or you overcome and it's all about overcoming. She really is an incredibly inspiring woman. So I cannot wait uh, for you to hear my whole chat with Amy. But let's crack on. Um, I can't deny that the moment this woman replied to my email saying that she come on the podcast, I very nearly wet myself. I was so excited. I have followed her sort of whole journey and to get her on the podcast is truly amazing. I'm so excited about this. I'm sure most of you have heard of her. You're probably um, following her on Instagram. Um, but Carly Ruina is a fitness vlogger and blogger. Um, she set up her own business with her Get Gorgeous Guide and she has an incredible YouTube following as well. Carly thank you so much for coming on the podcast. No, thank you for having me. Um, let's start right at the beginning. Talk to me about um, how you sort of first got into being a personal trainer and a fitness vlogger. So, um, yeah, I used to be in marketing for BMW Mini, which is an incredible, incredible job, but it wasn't where I wanted to be in life. And I was kind of the girl that was not particularly talented in one area. So I could do both things, but nothing really stood out about me. Um, and so for that reason, I couldn't figure out what I wanted to study. It was really hard to train for something and also hard to go for interviews when you just didn't know where your passion were kind of coming from. So um, I started going on YouTube and treated it a bit like X Factor, kind of a talent search. And I started filming videos from food to beauty to a little bit of travel. And then what I did as a normal person who was not a trainer, going to the gym. And to be fair, I joined the gym with a previous ex-boyfriend. I love food, so I kind of went in the hopes that it just meant I could eat more cake. And um, my videos that were on YouTube just started getting a lot of attraction um, when it came to the fitness side. And people were really commenting, asking if I could train them um, and asking me for tips and advice. And I think it was a couple of months in when Women's Health magazine got in contact, which for me blew my mind because I'd followed Women's Health since I was very young. So for them to even know who I was was incredible. They basically asked me if I'd like a column, which of course I would, but I didn't have any qualifications. So it was a big kind of like realization that perhaps fitness was something I should be doing. And more and more people kept messaging me asking if I would train them. So I ended up doing the course while working full time at BMW. And then I remember the day when I decided that my YouTube was was doing really well and I wanted to make it happen. And I went around to my mum's and I was like, Mum, I really, I really want to quit my job. What do you think? And I was so nervous that she was going to say no, but she said yes. And so I was so excited and I challenged myself. I gave myself one month to be fully booked as a personal trainer in Norwich and I did it. And then the two from that moment on have just grown together. And now I've gone from being the girl that had no idea what she was meant to do to feeling like the luckiest girl on the planet because I have not one but two jobs that I'm obsessed with. And they don't feel like because um, they're just everything to me. And Carly, can we just talk about the fact that you've got over 400,000 subscribers on YouTube? (laughs) That's just incredible. 
It feels really weird because I remember when I had two and I thought two was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, I um, never really imagined that. And in all honesty, that it's, it's a weird number and I guess it would be a really long Christmas list if I was, you know, to actually send everybody a Christmas present. But those guys I owe everything to because I never would be doing this if it wasn't for them. <laughs> um, now, am I right in thinking in terms of actual weight, um, you're now, you know, despite the fact that you're super toned in literally every part of your body, you're actually yeah. now the heaviest you've ever been yeah yes I am I remember when I was like a, I was sort of a curvy I had a flat bum but I was quite curvy and I was a size 14 and I remember that I was nine stone two and I was like nine stone two that's a good weight back when I was like well, what was I 19 so a couple of years ago and um, now I am I would say I fit into a pair of small leggings although we all know that that can range depending on how stretchy you want to be and I would say I'm more of a comfortable size 8 to 10 but I'm just under 11 stone um, I have a much bigger bum and I'm a lot more muscly um, but my shape has just completely changed now as a woman Carly I am I have to admit I am literally terrified of going to the gym so I do go <laughs> but I get so intimidated um by the sort of massive, massively hench, beautiful, but massively hench men doing these like really, really heavy weights. And I'm there with like my eight kilogram weights. I haven't got a clue what I'm doing. Um, what advice would you give to people like me who I'm desperately trying to get fit, but I'm just so scared? You're not alone. And do you know what? I remember when I first walked into the gym and I was terrified too. And I had guys coming up to me saying, you know, you're not doing that right. And all these kind of comments that were just so not necessary. Um, I'd like to actually say that I do feel due to social media, I guess, just the fact that um, the gym is on TV more often. And that I've actually found there are a lot more women in the male zone. And I do think that that male zone in most gyms are starting to go, which is amazing. And I'm so proud of that. I think that is down to a lot of people posting their workouts online and making it more accessible. However, that gym fear is still there. And one thing I definitely say to do is to just give yourself the chance to have an induction, which may sound really silly, but every gym will give it. And it should be free. And they can just talk you through everything and make you feel super confident because the only reason why we're ever intimidated really is because we're just not that sure what we're doing. It's like a kid's playground for adults that is really confusing and can do you a lot of damage if you don't know what you're doing. But take on the induction and then maybe just get two PT sessions, one for lower body, one for upper body, just to increase that confidence. And then if you're still really nervous and perhaps take a friend that is less nervous, take me, I will come with you and then I can teach you. <laughs> That would be amazing. Let's organise that. Yeah, Let's get yeah. a day in. <laughs> now, talk to me about your Get Gorgeous guide. Um, so, I get probably well, between 100 to 200 emails a day from people all around the world wanting a specific plan. And although I want to write one for every single person, there are not enough hours in the day for that. So, I started to feel really unhappy because I felt like I wasn't being able to be there for everybody. So, I realised that 60% of the emails that are coming through are very similar and they were just people that needed some kind of structure to their day when they went to the gym. So the Get Gorgeous Side was really, it's a workout plan, it's 12 weeks, it's designed to instill confidence and obviously in the question that you just asked me previously, it would help with that. It's designed for home or the gym and it's really just to help you instill some kind of confidence from the inside out and when I put Get Gorgeous, it was more about that feeling when you feel just because you've accomplished something um, and by having that guide out there it's lovely because it has a private Facebook group so everyone kind of meets up and they do their workouts together and I love that but it also has enabled me to be more specific 
with the emails from coming from people with eating disorders and more, you know, specialist needs that I can then kind of get to and reply in more time. It sounds so nice that you have a Facebook group. I absolutely love that because I think that's the other thing that would really help is, like you say, you know, having a friend to go with so you're kind of not on your own. Um, one of my other questions was actually going to be, what if you can't afford kind of joining a gym? But I guess this is a great way to get fit because you can do it at home. Yeah, definitely. But also, if you can't afford a gym, I mean, we're so lucky nowadays because there's so many options out there. I mean, simple things that I get people to do would be just go for a walk, but put a backpack on and pop like bottles of water in it and just go for a walk with a weighted backpack. Um, try and walk a little bit faster to put on a tune you can kind of get to the beat. Or something super simple that a lot of my clients do is they just get like a glass jar or maybe a like a pencil case they write down all the exercises that they know of and are comfortable with you put it all into the jar and then while your dinner's cooking or perhaps there's a tv advert on you just pick out four and you give yourself a set time and you get that done in that time and that's free you don't need to go anywhere you don't need to even put on a sports bra you can do it in your comfort of your own home that is great that is a brilliant idea i love that um now talking of walking you recently climbed kilimanjaro what was that experience <laughs> like i mean absolute kudos to you i i I can't even imagine. (laughs) I don't know what language I'm allowed to use on your podcast, but I would definitely say it was the hardest thing I've ever done. And um, it was, I really stupidly didn't expect it. I thought it was going to be difficult, but I'm going to be honest here, I went out as a retreat, and those poor girls, they did not get a retreat. (laughs) (laughs) They absolutely loved it. And since then, I've met up with them, and they want to do Everest and all sorts now. But um, it was so hard, and I typically was the first person to get sick. I mean, there I am, leading this retreat, meant to be like the healthy one. I was the first one to project those on it. Um, so that was that was a moment that I wasn't expecting to happen. Um, but in all honesty, you know, it's the camaraderie that came out of that and the love for the people that I was around was just amazing. And the guys that lead you up that mountain, it's, it, it's just the most insane feeling. And I've come back feeling like a completely brand new person. And yeah, I mean, apparently my video made a lot of people cry. But I cried a lot of times on that mountain too. <laughs> oh my God, Carly, just huge respect. I can't cope watching people like yourself doing stuff like that. I find it so emotional. Like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> so I'm not surprised there were so many tears. Um, now, I put a little um, thing on my Instagram earlier asking if anyone had any questions for you. Um, Lauren sent in a question saying, where do you get your workout routines inspiration from? I never know what to do in the gym. Are there any specific books or websites you use? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm a personal trainer, so I have kind of learned a lot of them. But previously, when I wasn't really sure about workouts, I found Pinterest was a really good one because a lot of them are written down. You can kind of save to your screen. Um, I also find that if you want to go onto magazines such as Women's Health, they always have some great ones. And Instagram is also incredible. You've got so many people around there. Just do yourself a favor if you're just beginning and try to look for people who have at least written that they're a personal trainer. You, just don't, you, know, you want to be getting the basics right, the fundamentals of a squat deadlift before you start doing like an upside down something um, which obviously looks way cooler on Instagram then all honesty after that I just kind of plan a good 30 minutes pick a couple of exercises and then give it a try and if I like it then I'll save it and think of using it for future and I guess if you kind of start off with simple stuff and then move on to the more complex stuff when you when your confidence is built up a bit yeah and it really doesn't have to be that crazy I think the world's kind of overcomplicated it a lot I mean as long as you're pushing to a point where you feel out of breath and like you couldn't possibly do another rep you don't have to do crazy crazy exercises 
exercises, just the simple ones will be effective enough. And body weight is incredible for making changes to bodies. And then once you've kind of got to grips with that, then you can start adding in weight. So I think we just need to strip it back a little bit and stop making it feel quite so um, crazy when we all have to start for the first time. Oh, well, Carly, it's been so lovely speaking to you. Thank you so, so much for coming on the podcast. Um, And I just wanted to say, finally, even though it's got absolutely nothing to do with fitness, um, people that listen to this know that I love gardening. It's like my favourite thing. (laughs) uh, One of your videos, you say how much you love garden centres and it just melts my heart. (laughs) No, I do. I absolutely love it. And I have all these plants in the house and my husband keeps killing them. And it's literally now like I have to get a babysitter in just to take care of the plants. I recently got a, I think it's called a sensitive plant. And it just makes me sound like such an awful person. But I first saw it in Fiji like four years ago. And basically you touch it and it like, it powers. It's like, you touch it and it kind of disappears. Oh yeah, I know. It's so good because if you're having a really bad day, you just kind of touch it. And it's like, oh, I'm a big bully today. But (laughs) And then I I water it and I'm really nice to it. Oh my gosh, I love it. That's amazing. I might do your exercise with the bottles of water in the backpack, but just do it with like two massive geraniums instead, one in each hand. (laughs) Lovely. That would be amazing. Oh, thank you so much, Carly. It's so lovely to speak to you. You too. Thank you so much. I've actually just started um, Carly Rowena's Get Gorgeous Guide, which so far, guys, is going really well. Um, but I am only on week two. <laughs> so basically, it's a 12 weeks of plan. It's a PDF. So it shows you all the exercises you should do per week. And you do like 10 reps twice over of each exercise sort of thing. Um I don't know. I've tried all the different types of ways to get fit. And I just find this is really good because um, you kind of stick to a rough plan and each exercise really doesn't take you that long. Um, So you can just do it at home. You know, there are days when I'm just like, oh, I'm so tired. I can't be bothered to go to the gym and get in my actual like leggings and sports bra, blah, blah, blah. I'll just do it in my pants um, in my bedroom. Um, But, you know, that works for me. So it's all about uh, finding what works for you, isn't it? As you can probably tell, um, I am a complete and utter novice when it comes to all things fitness. I'm, I try and motivate myself to do some, but I'm not like one of these super, super keno gym goers, which is why it is wonderful to have my best friend, Lauren, who is one of those people. She's an absolute gym keno, but in the best possible way. She um, recently trained to be an actual body pump instructor, which is a special class that they have on in certain gyms. And um, every time I talk to her, I kind of get this new lease of life, um, you know, towards doing anything fitness related and it is brilliant so I got her to do me a little workout right okay is there some sort of warm-up I can do so if I was to do a full body warm-up that would be appropriate for this type of workout yeah I would do say 10 squats 10 lunges 10 um press-ups on your knees or on your toes depending on how you feel and then a little bit of cardio maybe some star jumps or something if i was in the gym i'd say do like five minutes on a cross trainer something that's low impact but gets your heart rate lifted gets your core temperature increase yeah let's start with some star jumps then we'll do some squats so let's do 10 star jumps okay one (laughs) 10 squats so one oh hang on i'm not very good at these two so you need to push your bum back and down. Right. Keep your core strong. Is this right though? Yeah. Right. And your bum should come down to just by your knees. <laughs> oh, can we just say, <laughs> Lauren is doing this in a denim mini skirt. I wasn't warned to bring a gym kit. I think that's 10. So 10 lunges. So either step forwards or step backwards. It depends, you know, which of them are more comfy. 
forward stepping is probably best for you. I have an injury, so I'm going to step backwards. Okay. So keep your core really strong. Okay. And as you step forward, make sure your knee doesn't come forward above your ankle. Okay. So it's got to stay strong above it. And, what do, and so with my arms, I sort of do like a running man type thing. Yes, you can do a running man or you can put your hands on your hips. Okay, I'll do that. That's um, harder on your core. Oh, right, I won't do that. So if you're stepping forward, yeah. back knee comes down to the ground. Yeah, great. Is that good? And then push back up. Woo-hoo. Yes, perfect. Stepping down. Leg. Yes, lovely. Oh no, I can't <laughs> <one> Okay. <laughs> Just do one more on that leg and then I think you're done. So we've done a little bit of a warm-up. You feeling warm still? Yeah, very warm. Fabulous. Yeah. So we were gonna start. Do you want me to run through the exercises with you that we're gonna do first? Yes, please. So the five exercises we're gonna do, we're gonna do squats. So 30 seconds of squats. Yeah. 30 seconds of burpees, so that's difficult. We'll just slow it down if we need to. I don't think I've ever done a burpee successfully. I don't know how you could do it unsuccessfully. I'm pretty sure. I think I forget what I'm doing halfway through, so you might have to help me, but that's fine. We can do that together. Okay. Or would you rather not? No, no, no. Burpees are good. We'll okay. stick. Come on. I'm, um, I'm feeling challenged. I feel like I've gone a bit high here. <laughs> You're a bit overexcited. Um, 30 seconds of push ups. Okay. On the knees. On the knees. Fine. 30 seconds of mountain climbers. Yeah. Have you done mountain climbers yes. before? Yes. Fab. I think so. And then 30 second plank. Cool. So what we're doing is switching between lower body, full body, and upper body. Right. Um, we've got three full body moves. Well, to be honest, more than three full body moves. Right. So all of these you want to be thinking about all muscle engagement. Okay. So what is muscle engagement? Can you explain some of those? It basically just means thinking about the muscle you're working. Right. So, but even if you're working your core, um, your lower body, for example, say with squats, yeah. you still want to be bracing your core. You still want to have that lower body stand up. Uh, upper body standing tall yeah you want to think, be thinking about all your muscles working at the same time right is basically what they're I mean. all helping each other yes okay. exactly got it so we'll start I'm just going to start squatting in my denim skirt I'm going to start with our 30 seconds of squats so so you've so got a special app thing yeah, so I've got an interval training app. There's loads of them on iTunes or the alternative for non-iTunes users. <laughs> um, and they're, they're, you can get them for free. So they don't have to they don't have to cost you anything. Okay, cool. Um, and we are doing this in Emma's bedroom, so you don't need a, to, a gym membership to be able to do this workout. Yes, we so, are. <laughs> 30 seconds of squats. So feet just outside your hips. Yeah. Toes pointed slightly out. Okay. Okay, let's squat. Okay, that was the timer. Like so, an egg timer. Yes, like an egg timer. <laughs> so pushing your bum back and down. Okay. Push your knees out slightly over the toes. Yeah. And good. Yes, good posture. Is that good? Yes. Am I doing it right? So try and squat like a little bit lower. So really <laughs> push them. No, you're doing good. But keep pushing the bum down. And your weight is in the heels. Okay. And as you push Ooh. off, yeah. try and reset your hips under your shoulders. Good. <laughs> One second to go. There you go. Oh, there we go. So those seconds fine. Fine. Okay, exactly. So we were going to do 30 seconds of burpees. 30 seconds of burpees is challenging, but there are options. So we'll start off with a full burpee. Okay. And then if we need to, we'll break it down. That's okay. Lauren, can, can you just that. be my personal trainer? This is wonderful. Anytime. <laughs> Anytime. It's my favourite thing. So burpees, we're going to start with a little jump up. Yeah. And then your hands come down to near the feet and then you jump your feet out back in right so let's go. jump up hands down to the ground jump out so Lauren, um, so you teach body pump. Yes. <laughs> you just got qualified. I did. Body pump instructor. Um, what is that? So body pump is a barbell workout. Um, it's um, a brand called Les Mills that have designed it. And it's all about um, reps. 
So when you see the guys in the gym lifting really heavy reps and they can only do say five, that's kind of the opposite of body pump. So we do, I say hundred reps per track, but a lower weight. Um, we do full body workouts. So we start with a full body warm up, then we work through all the different body parts. So we do squats, chest, back, triceps, biceps, lunges, shoulders, abs. There we go. Oh my Nailed gosh. It. How do you fit that all into an hour? So it's in an hour, yeah. <laughs> and it's about five minutes per body part. Well, a bit less than five minutes. Um, and it's about 100 reps. But what the aim is that you fatigue the muscles. So ultimately, that's what any workout is doing. It's tiring your muscles out. So whether you do a heavier weight for less reps or a lighter weight for more reps, um, it's completely down to you. They have the same effect. What I would say is that personally, obviously, I think body pump is more fun. We do it as an ex- it's exercise to music. Um, and there's an instructor there sort of like to keep going. And it's quite enjoyable because there's a class full of people doing it together. Whereas going into the gym and kind of doing it on your own can be a bit more tough physically if you've had like a long day at work. Like mentally, it's harder to get yourself going, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And, and Lauren, I think it's fair to say you are a fitness queen. <laughs> so basically, Lauren, like every day you do some sort of fitness whether it's like going for a run or going to the gym or doing one of your classes why do you love it so much i really love the effect that it has on my mind to be honest um you know obviously there are benefits to working out physically like i i feel better but i have quite um a hard nine to five job and i feel that it flushes it out of my system i'm recently learning that you know rest is good for you i've had an injury and so you know i would say don't push your bodies too hard like do listen to your bodies and sort of the recommended amount of exercise you should do say like two hit workouts a week two weight exercise um, workouts a week and a yoga pilates a stretching one so try and fit in a couple of rest days I try and practice what I preach and try and fit in the rest days as well. Um, but for me, because of the how good it makes me feel, that's why I keep working out. Well, I reckon you're going to have all the uh, personal trainer fitness requests now <laughs> because you've been a marvellous personal trainer. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Woo! Smashed it, guys. And thanks so much to Lauren, who, as you can tell, was roped in at the last minute, hence why she was only wearing a denim miniskirt. Lol. Um, (laughs) Now, if that hasn't inspired you enough to get up and get active in whatever way you see fit, oh, excuse the pun, um, then I'm sure this definitely will. Amy Palermo Winters is one of the top amateur athletes in the whole of the United States, um, and she joins us from New York right now. Hello, Amy. How are you? I'm great. How are you? this morning. Yes, I'm very good. So it's so lovely to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. Can you start off by sort of telling us your your story right from the beginning as such? I guess I'd have to start by the fact of um, when I was a young girl, that's when my love of sports kind of started. And my love of running and my love of sports is what, what got me through everything, every adversity and every obstacle that I have faced since then. Now, am I right in thinking you had a horrific motorbike accident? Yes, I did. When I was 19 years old, pretty much when I was when I was younger, I was a, you know, looking back, a, really a phenomenal athlete, someone who had a lot of given talents and so many gifts when it came to sports, athletics, the ability to endure, and I took everything for granted. You know, typical typical kid, typical high schooler. Um, just really took everything for granted. And my accident kind of opened up a lot in it and it put kind of the spotlight on 
the fact that it, it's it's that cliche, it's that saying, you never know what you've got until it's gone. And I remember laying there in the hospital bed, um, looking at my father who, you know, I never had a good relationship with. And I think we both kind of looked at each other and realized how short life can be because had the accident went a, a different direction, maybe I wouldn't have been there. And it allowed me to look at my past and the things that I had done and the things that I had taken for granted and realize that I had been given a second chance. It was the opportunity to show people that, yeah, things do happen in life. And yeah, you know, life can suck, but you get back up and you keep moving because I couldn't change what had happened to me. I couldn't go back in the past, no matter how bad I felt, no matter what it did to me, I couldn't go back and change that. But what I could do is I could change my life because of it. And that's what I did. After the accident, you had one leg amputated below the knee. How did you feel when you found out that that had to happen? I want to say, actually, it was a process. When I first had my accident, they wanted to amputate my leg. And it was everything in my parents' power to find someone who was willing to do everything in their power to save my leg. And we found an amazing doctor and he really did. He really took something that was not salvageable and kept it, kept it alive. We did vein and artery transplants from my, um, from my forearm into my foot. We did a lot of skin grafting, transferring of bones, tissue, and we saved something that was not salvageable. And after, I want to say, three years of, of working with what I had and the following surgeries, the foot got to the point where it was, my sound side foot was a size seven and a half and my foot from the accident was a size four. My ankle was fused. My um, leg from the calf down was completely atrophied and unfunctionable. So my only option at that time was amputation. I had closed all the doors prior to that and it was time to open up a new door. A lot of people in your position might sort of think, oh, all this awful stuff has happened to you. You might as well just sort of give up, but obviously you didn't. Why were you so determined to carry on after your accident? Well, it's funny because whenever somebody thinks about something happening to them, they never understand their true strengths. So there's a lot of people when you speak to them about, you know, different things that happen or obstacles that you might face in their eyes they would say, there's no way I could go through it. There's no way I could have scars all over my body. There's no way that I could be missing my leg. But until you actually do it, you never truly realize your inner strength. Um, And I think that that's it. You never know how strong you truly are until you're faced with it. And being faced with something, you have two choices. You give up or you overcome. And it's all about overcoming. You don't want to be the person to give up. And that's not something that I would do because I do have so much more to give. Yes, you absolutely certainly do. I mean, reading about some of the stuff you've achieved, Amy, is literally like mind-blowingly incredible. Um, this story just blows my mind. Um, you ran the Silver Strand Marathon when you were five months pregnant and with one prosthetic leg, obviously, and you came second. That's incredible. And for me, that day and that event was such a huge awakening for me because I had never been around another athlete who wore a prosthetic. So for me to see other athletes who wore prosthetics who were actually doing what they love to do was so inspiring. And it helped me to understand that 
there was more out there. You've also founded um, a charity called the One Step Ahead Foundation. Why did you decide to do that? When I came to New York and working with the children here and seeing all of the children who pulled away from sports because of their limb loss just opened my eyes to the fact of I have to get them involved because sports to me was the one thing that helped me get through. It it built confidence with, within me. It helped you know, get me through the tough times and it, and it made me a proud and confident person and it helped me become who I am today. And with that, it was about providing them opportunities and experiences to help them grow and gain that self-confidence that if they're walking down the hallway at school and somebody looks at them because they look different or because they have a limp, they have that little that little bit inside of them that helps them hold their head high because, you know, they are an athlete. They did rock climb. They did ice climb, you know, a 20-foot sheet of ice. It just helps them. Some There's something to do with sports, and it's not necessarily sports. It's helping them find something that makes them feel good about themselves inside. And now, obviously, years after after your accident, uh, you've done all this incredible work. Like I've already mentioned, you're an 11 times, even more than that, in fact, world record holder. Um, but sort of generally, in yourself, you know, as Amy Palermo Winters, what does fitness sort of mean to you? To me, fitness is everything. Fitness is a way for me to show my children what kind of mother I can be, what kind of role model I can be, what kind of example can I set for them. I just did a race with my children last weekend. And one of the obstacles that we had to do was we had to actually carry our teammate. So here's my 14-year-old son. He's <laughs> he's 5'10", and he calls me old lady. He's like, hey, okay, old lady. He's like, you got to carry me now. And so, of course, I picked him up, and we ran probably a quarter of a mile. And then, of course, he had to pick me up, and he did definitely run a lot faster with me on his back than you know him on my back. My love of running could be the same as somebody else's love of art, someone else's love of writing, someone else's love of piano you use that love that one thing in your life that makes you feel good to teach others and so for me the form of sports and fitness allowed me to be a better mother it allows me to be a better parent to my children because that's one thing that we will all go do together you know we might go out on a mountain and climb and and that's also something that brought me to where I am today. It's it's also something that has helped me get through some tragedies in my life. Oh, well, Amy, it's so lovely to hear your story. Honestly, it's incredibly moving. And um, the admiration I have for you, I mean, you don't need me to tell you, but what you've achieved with what you've been through is really, really incredible. So um, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. No problem. Thanks for having me. Well, I don't know about you, but speaking to Amy certainly makes me want to carry on with whatever I love doing, whether that is fitness, as she said, or whether it is drawing or music or whatever it may be. Um, Some really positive messages there about not giving up and carrying on, you know, despite the odds, which is just what we want to hear when we're um, sitting, watching friends eating pizza, thinking I really must go to the gym. I really would love to hear from you on this. Um, I know so many of you out there do incredible things. Any of you that have run a marathon or a half marathon, my gosh, absolute kudos to you. I've got to be honest, I really don't like running. I like other, you know, means of fitness, but I absolutely hate running. 
And every time I watch the London Marathon on the telly, I think, God, these people are incredible. Um, And you really are if you have done one or if you're training for one. Um, Huge good luck to you whenever your race is. I think like my friend Lauren said as well, the reason I like fitness personally um, is not necessarily because I want to be really, really physically fit. I've got no plans to climb uh, Snowdon or anything like that. But I notice that it does make me feel so much better in myself, especially because um, I'm sure a lot of you know that I have quite a weird um, life routine because I get up very early in the morning for my job. I sort of have to get up about half four. Um, I am very tired for a lot of the time and uh, that can mean that I get a bit fed up, a bit low sometimes. So getting to the gym or getting outside, going for a walk often makes me feel so much better. So I really, really force myself to do it. As one of my absolute heroes says, exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. Happy people just don't shoot their husbands. They just don't. The wonderful Reese Witherspoon playing Elwood's there in Legally Blonde. But it is completely true. Uh, That is one of my favourite quotes of all time. But it is so true. Uh, Well, obviously, apart from the fact that happy people don't kill their husbands, I think that is true. Um, But also doing exercise does make you happier. I always feel so much better when I've sort of got outside and physically been active. And it is wonderful because there are so many ways to get fit now. You know, if you can't afford joining a gym, you don't have to, you know, just go to local park. I think this park run thing um, that happens, I think, on a Saturday morning in most big cities is absolutely amazing. If you're into running, that sounds like such a great way not only to, you know, get fit, but also to make friends. Um, I have decided I might join a dance class, guys. I'm a bit scared, Um, but I really love dancing, even though I'm rubbish at it. And that strikes me as being a great way to get fit too. So whatever it is, uh, get out there, go for it. We can do it, you know, whatever the circumstances. I'd just like to quickly finish off the podcast by reading you a couple of messages um, I had about my last podcast, which was all about boobs. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, I certainly enjoyed recording it. Um, Kate Liston, thank you for your message. It really, really touched me, actually. Um, I just want to say a huge thank you for your podcast. I lost my mum when I was 16 and I'm now 21. Things like your episode on boobs or when you got the smear test are just so helpful to me and make things that little bit less scary for me. You've given me a way to access this information because I don't have any sisters or brothers. Um, Kate, that really was a lovely, lovely message to receive. So thank you so much for um, taking the time to send it to me and also for taking the time to listen to the podcast. Um, Messages like that are obviously why I do it. And I really, really do hope that the rest of you get something out of it. I love it so much when I uh, receive, you know, comments and thoughts about anything uh, to do with the podcast or anything I could chat about. So as always, please send me an email, thefemalestruggle at gmail.com or you can tweet me as well at MJ Real Davis EM because of Emma. Thank you so much and um, I will see you back next time for a new episode of The Female Struggle Is Real. 